Romans chapter 11 and verse 33. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Uh, tonight, I want to teach for a little while simply on depth. Talk about depth tonight. Let's pray together. Precious Lord, we just love you and honor you tonight. So glad to be in your presence. Lord, we thank you for the word of God and Lord, for the spirit that leads us in it. Tonight, open our hearts. Let us receive this word into good ground. We can grow and be changed, be better, be more like you. Lord, and be ready to meet you when you come. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap and a shout of praise before you're seated. church um, the Lord brought a scripture to my mind and this scripture just and I felt like he was trying to uh, help me to see and uh, that depth is something that is needed in the church today depth you know people don't like the deep too much when you start talking about the deep, you think about darkness. The deep's dark. You can't see the bottom. I don't know. It's deep, scary. It's mysterious. It's unknown. I don't know what's out there. I don't know what's in the deep. That's like you're not going to see me out way above my head, out in the middle of the ocean or out in a lake because I don't know what's under me, what's hiding in the deep. People are afraid when they're, or if they don't know how to swim, they're afraid of the deep end of the pool. You know, they put me in the shallows. It's not over my head. I can stand up. I'm, I'm sticking out of the water. I don't mind uh, the shallow water too much, but it's the deep water that scares me. But, you know, the funny thing is, is if you start out as a child, you don't, you don't have depth perception, and you don't mind the deep end. It's just another place to swim in. You know, the Lord uh, talks about uh, water increasing in depth as we walk in the spirit and we it's in you know at our ankles and it comes on up and eventually it becomes waters to swim in it gets deeper as we move further in people avoid deep topics the shallow's easier you know but shallow it's just less substance there's nothing there you know uh, a relationship that's shallow you'll tire of it if it's something that doesn't really feed your intellect, your curiosity, if it doesn't, if it's not deep enough, eh, you know, it's, it's frivolous, it's silly, it was, it's a hobby, but then it's a passing phase, it's gone, but it's the deep stuff that holds people, and, you know, people avoid those deep topics, you know, I mean, uh, hey, I did it in school, you avoid deep subjects, I'll take, I would say, give me the lowest math that I can take and graduate. Don't be giving me no calculus, no geometry, and no, uh, I want one plus one, and this divided by this. Maybe a parenthesis every now and then, but don't be giving me no letters and stuff. Don't put me in that deep stuff. I'm not, uh, 
Uh, you know, I, biology was about as much science as I can handle. Don't give me none of that equation stuff. I just, you know, I, I, birds and bees is all the biology I worry about. I ain't worried about nothing else. Don't, you know, we stay away from that deep stuff. But the fact is this. The deep offers greater opportunity. It offers greater opportunity to learn, to grow, to obtain. The Lord told his disciples, he said, launch out into the deep. And it was in the deep where they let down their nets, and it was the miracle drought of fishes. Uh, it, it offers more opportunity to, to strengthen us and to establish us. And the church as individuals and as a whole movement needs depth. We will not last without depth. We must go deeper. So there are dangers to living shallow for the Lord. There are dangers of a shallow approach to living for God. Let's, let's think about this, Matthew 4 and 4, what Jesus said. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We need the word because the just live by faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So it makes perfect sense to say that we live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. But what happens when there is no depth to that life-giving word? That word, this word is alive. Jesus said it's spirit and it's life. This word, we live by it. It produces, it accomplishes. The Lord said, my word won't return void. It's forever settled. It's got the power to save us, to cause us to be born again. We're born again by the word of God. But as powerful and as, uh, as great as this word is and what it can accomplish in our life, it can also be hindered with a shallow approach to it. In Mark chapter 4, in verse 3, the Lord began to speak this parable. He said, There went out a sower to sow, and it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth. Of earth. So when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, which is depth, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, thorns grew up, choked it, yielded no fruit. Other fell on good ground, it yielded fruit that sprang up and increased. Some brought forth 30, 60, and some 100. And then he said, He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Hear what he's saying. What is he telling us? He's, he's telling us that if there is no depth and there is no root, there's no fruit production and it doesn't stay. There's no stability. There's no existence. It doesn't stay. We need depth. Well, the disciples, they didn't understand really what he was talking about, so they said, tell us this. What are you talking about? And so in verse 13, he said, don't you know this parable? How then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word. So when he's sowing the word, 
It needs depth if it's going to produce all that it can produce in our life. It's got to have depth. And, and this is what he says. He, he just goes basically back and retells the parable but using the word. And in verse 16 he said, And these are they likewise that are sown on stony ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness. But they have no root in themselves, and so they can only endure for a time. And then afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. But verse 20 says, the ones that, where the seed, the word, is sown into good ground, they hear the word, receive it, and they bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. And so, and that's what the Lord desires. John 15 and 58 says, the Lord is glorified in this, that we bear much fruit. But we cannot bear fruit just because we have heard the word. There has to be some depth. We've got to not be afraid of the deep. We've got to learn to go deeper in our walk with God, deeper in our understanding of God's word. And, and don't, don't, don't get scared. Don't be like me looking at calculus on my schedule. Because God will lead us into those deeper places. And that understanding, God wants us to know. He's not trying to keep a secret from us. He wants us to know what he's saying. But this is why a casual, let's just check the box, reading of the word of God can't be all we do. I, I, I read, uh, do a reading program where I read the Bible through in 60 days. That's not so much f so that I am, that's not studying I'm reading it, and as many times as I can read it, the more I read it, the more I know it, the more it's, it's getting in here. There's other times of study uh, where you spend time on two or three scriptures, and you're looking back and forth going here and there, but I like to read through it as often as I can just for my memory's sake, just so I can have that word in there, and I can quote it and, and do things. And so, uh, But there's also got to be a depth there. I can't just be so. Well, I speed read. And I read the Bible through four times this year. Well, can you quote anything? Do you know anything? Why do you live the way you do if you know all that word? There's got to be a depth to it. I, it's no good to have a bag of seed poured out. You get a whole bag of seed and pour it on the concrete, and you just got a bag of seed poured on the concrete. It's not going to grow. All the potential's there, but the ground's wrong. There's got to be some depth. And so we need to prepare the ground. The Bible says praying in the Holy Ghost and to build up ourselves on our most holy faith. Without, there's, where there is no word, there is no faith. People say, well, I got faith. Where there is no word, there's no faith. That's just a fact. That's Bible. You can't break that equation. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Where there is no word, there is no faith. And so if there's deeper word, there's deeper faith. I know that we've all been given the measure of faith. But I do know that, uh, that our faith can be increased. Uh, if, if it can't be, then something's wrong with us. Because uh, you've heard me say this for a long time. There's nothing. God's not short on power. And he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. But uh, there are a lot of people who are satisfied with just a shallow, casual I don't want to go no deeper. I want to stay in the shallow end, walk with God. 
And it's going to be hard to exist like that because we've got to have some depth for stability. Where there is no word, there's no faith. There can be a profession, but there'll be no product. A profession of faith ain't good for nothing if it's not producing. There's got to be faith and there's got to be works. And we've got to have more of the word, a different approach to God's word. Psalm 1 Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Going deeper. How do you know he's going deeper? Because he's like a tree planted by rivers of water, and he's bringing forth fruit in his season. His leaf is not withering, and whatever he does prospers. And so when we have this kind of approach to God's word where uh, we, we want to produce, we want to stay, we want to maintain our walk, we want to not worry about uh, fading away or the storm blowing us over, we've got to have more depth. Oh, the depth of the riches. I, I want to know what God's got in his word. I, I want to have more than just a profession. I want to have a product. I want something producing. I want deeper word will lead to deeper faith. And that's where signs and wonders and miracles. And that's where apostolic revival begins to happen. That's what these men and women had in the scripture. They had more than just. And I know they walked with him. They saw things with their own eyes. And we think, you know, we almost think it's not fair. But, but we've got the same Holy Ghost that they've got. And if that can't help increase our faith, I don't know what can. And, and if we get that spirit living inside of us, uh, the Bible says it will lead us into truth. Well, that, the word is truth. That means the spirit of God. That's why you, when you read the scripture and you're building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost and the Spirit's leading you in truth, it'll lead you to those deeper places of God. You, you don't just go to deeper places. Uh, you do go to deeper places in prayer, but also it's in the word. The word will help you know more about God, learn more about yourself and your walk with God. It'll help you to understand what's coming. It, it helps you to be able to notice the signs of the times. If, the, uh, if a lot of the Jews had a really had a deep understanding of Scripture, when uh, Jesus uh, came and walked this earth, they would have understood right away who he was. They would make statements like, nobody, they know nothing, no prophets coming out of Bethlehem. But the scripture, the prophet said he would be coming out of Bethlehem. And, and you know, it was just that they, they just didn't have that depth uh, in, the, in the scriptures uh, that they should have, have had. But, but Paul told Timothy, he said, you know those scriptures that you've known from a child. They, they can make you wise all the way to salvation of your soul. And so we need depth to be planted like that tree by the water, so that we're producing the fruit that God wants us to produce. That's how we're glorifying God, and, and, and we're not uh, losing our leaves, and we're not fading. Any, everything we do is prospering. Death and prosperity go hand in hand, and the church should be prospering. Not, I'm not talking about money-wise and things like that, but that, that. I'm talking about we should be prospering in the things of God, but that won't happen without depth. And if, 
if our sole focus is on the aesthetics and uh, and uh, the the production and what people can see, well, we're going to we're going to run and shout and break a sweat and and we'll make friends, sure, but we're not going to be moving forward in the kingdom. The kingdom is about depth. God's people should be seeking depth. In 2 Kings 19 and 30, this was actually the scripture that the Lord stopped me on uh, right at the end of the year. Just like, almost like saying, this is what my people need to hear. In 2 Kings 19 and 30, speaking about the, the remnant that had escaped captivity and that were left. And he said, the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall yet again take root downward. That's depth. He didn't just say they're just going to blast off and they're going to, he said, there's a process, there's an order to this. He said, these people will have to take root downward so they can bear fruit upward. We've got to go deeper so we can go upward. We're always saying, I want to sit in heavenly places with Christ. Well, you're going to have to take root downward so you can bear fruit upward. Nobody sees the depth, but they see the fruit hanging off the tree. The Lord said, you'll know a tree by the fruit that it bears. You don't, you don't look at the roots and say, well, that's an apple tree. That's a pecan tree. That's, oh, you look at those roots and, and you look up and you say, now I see the fruit. Now I can tell what it is. But if there are no roots, there, are, there is no fruit. And so we've got to have that uh, depth. We've got to begin to take root downward. And he said, now listen, I know he's, well, that's the Old Testament. He's talking about Israel. But he said, it's the remnant that is escaped. Well, I escaped. The Bible talks about that in the New Testament. Those that have escaped of the house of Judah. Well, my king is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus came out of Judah. The one that lives inside of me is from Judah. And so I am, I've got Judah living inside of me. Uh, it's that, that Holy Ghost DNA, and it's the, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And, and so this remnant, this church that has escaped, that's filled with the Spirit of God, uh, they're going to take root downward. I believe the church is headed for some depth because they're going to have to produce some fruit upward because uh, people are going to have to see. I, I've said it already. We're going to be the standard that God's raising up. But it's going to be because we have sought God and we've dug for things. You know, that, that man, the scripture says a man found a treasure in the field. It wasn't just laying on top of the ground. He had to dig for that treasure. But when he got down deep, he found something. He said, I'm going to buy the whole field so I can keep digging because there's something in here that when you get below the surface, uh, it'll take care of you the rest of your life. It's time that the church realized we, we've got to quit this shallow, uh, easy street walk with God and we've got to start digging. Got to get our hands dirty. And we've got to start digging deep, getting some depth so we can bear fruit upward. The relationship between depth and growth is, is undeniable, whether it's in the natural world or the spiritual. 
And that's what Jesus related it to. He said it was in the natural, you throw seed. If it has no depth, it's not going to grow. It's not going to stay. It's, it's wasted. It's gone. It's food for the birds of the air. It dries up. It's scorched by the sun. But when it has depth, it's drawing from the things that, that you know, who, who created the heavens and the earth? God did. And when it's got depth, it's drawing from the things that God created. God put stuff down in the soil, way down deep, so the roots could get to it. Because he knew this is how it's got to be sustained. And he knows that if we will take root downward we will bear fruit upward and that's what God wants us to do depth equals growth and growth equals fruit that's the truth the deeper the roots the better the source of what it needs to survive the better chance it's going to have it producing much fruit Isaiah 61 says we are the trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord deep roots make strong trees Healthy trees and trees that stand the storm. Trees that last. I tell you, we need to take care of the roots. We are the trees of righteousness. We need to take care of our roots. There was one parable that said a man had a tree. It wasn't producing anything. and He was going to cut it down. But the caretaker said, no, let me dig around it. Let me get down deep around it and, and fertilize it and, and put some things down there deep down at the roots and let's see what happens. That's what we need to do. We need to start getting deep and digging deep in the spirit and digging deep in prayer and digging deep in the word and digging deep in our relationship with God so we can fertilize the roots and be the tree that God intended us to be. Depth matters. You can get away from the tree analogy for a moment and and look at Luke chapter 6 in verse 46 Jesus said why do you call me the Lord and, and you don't do the things that I say man that's a what a statement and what a indictment and and what a soul searching scripture why are you calling me Lord but you don't do what I say Whew. have mercy help me but he said whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings, and doeth them. That's faith and works. Faith without works is dead. But he said, when you hear my sayings, that's the word, and then you do those words, I'll show you who this man is like. He's like a man which built a house, and he digged, what's that word say? And he digged deep. Depth. He dug deep. And he laid the foundation on a rock. And then when the flood arose and the stream beat uh, vehemently against the house, it could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Now listen, listen to all this. He dug deep and he laid the foundation on a rock. Deuteronomy 32 and 31 says, For their rock is not as our rock. Talking about God. 1 Samuel 2. Neither is there any rock like our God. Isaiah 51 and 1. Tells me to look unto the rock. Whence you are hewn or cut out of. And to the hole. Look down in the hole of the pit. Where you are digged. You come out of depth. Well I'm supposed to look unto the rock. That I was cut out of. Hebrews 12 and 2. The faith chapters tell us, 
looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Why? Because 1 Corinthians 3 and 11 says, There is no other foundation that can be laid, that is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. So he dug deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And he's telling us if we will dig deep, we're going to get to the foundation. We're going to get to the rock that we were cut out of. We're going to get to the only foundation that can be laid, which is Jesus Christ. So dig deep. Our foundation is the only foundation. Jesus Christ, our rock, our God, the Word made flesh. Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. We need to dig deep to get to where He is. There's got to be more than just saying, I believe He existed. Oh, I believe He was real. But we've got to believe in who he is. Jesus said, if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. He wants you to know who he is. The Bible says to grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to be growing in our knowledge of who he is. But we're not going to do that until we start digging. We've got to get some depth. Oh, when we get deep, we're going to find some things. Down deep is where it's at. We've got to dig deep. That's where the foundation is. And he said, that house will stand. But Luke 6 and 49 says, the one that hears the word but does it not. He's like a man that is without a foundation. He's heard the same word. Same word. But he's without a foundation because faith without works is dead. He hears it, but he doesn't do anything with it. He's like a man that without foundation, he built his house on the earth. What's that mean? That means uh, building upon the earth is building on man's theology, the traditions of men, the ways of the world. And when you do that, there's no hope of it standing because he said, when the storm came, the stream beat, beat on our house, it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. The Bible tells me that man in his best state is altogether vanity. Friend, I can never do it good enough on my own. I can never build it good enough on my own to make it stand. It won't stand unless it's on the foundation. But I can't be on the foundation if I won't dig deep. I've got to have some depth. There's got to be more than just this, bless my four and no more. I mean, it's got to be something else. We've got to be digging deep in the Word, our walk. We've got to have a deeper walk with God. We've got to get a deeper walk. And, and that's why Paul would write, he said, don't be building on the earth. That's what Jesus said. Paul said it like this in Colossians chapter 2. In verse 6, he said, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. That's the foundation. He said, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him. In other words, continue in that rooted. That's depth. You just can't get away from it. Our life, it depends on it. Our walk with God depends on it. We've got to be rooted. He said, rooted, that's depth. That's going deep and built up. Same thing that the prophet said. He's like, take root downward, bear fruit upward. you got to be rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding, 
therein with thanksgiving. Then beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. He said, don't be listening to the people of the earth. Listen to the foundation. And so, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. So, in Christ, he is our foundation. We can be rooted and built up, but philosophies and vain deceit, that's building on the earth. But our God, he is our rock, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete. There's completeness that comes through being rooted in him, depth in him. Our faith needs depth. We've been talking a lot about the prayer of faith. We've talked a lot about, uh, you know, faith moving things and doing things. And we believe that God has been increasing our faith and doing things with our faith. I believe that the prayer of faith is working in our midst. But we need depth to our faith. One of the most Quoted scriptures of faith. You know, a lot of times, those scriptures that are singled out and quoted over and over and over and over and over and over again are quoted by people when they live off one or two scriptures. That's shallow. That's just fact. Whether whether you're apostolic or Baptist or what you are, it don't matter. If you if all you're doing is hanging on one scripture, that's shallow. And, you know, we we always say, oh, they, all they do is quote. This, this, you know, this scripture here, and they try to live off that one scripture. But a lot of people I know just live simply off Acts 2.38. And there's a lot more scripture in the book than those two verses. And so I, I want depth. I need depth to my faith. But the, this, this scripture here in Matthew 17 and 20, the Lord said, If you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed. Boy, people love that. You can move mountains. You can cast mountains out. You can move mountains. You can just have faith. Oh, you how little a grain? That's a little bitty. It's tiny, man. You can hold it in your hand. It's so little. And, man, it don't weigh nothing. It's just tiny. But it moves mountains. And people love that little bitty seed, uh, that grain of a mustard seed. Let me tell you something. Every single seed is worthless unless it's planted. Oh, it's true. If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, be removed. But not if you don't plant it. Ain't a seed alive any good until it's put down deep, until it's put in the ground, until it's got some depth. Because it's got to take root downward before it's going to bear fruit upward. And before anybody's going to see the result of your little grain of mustard seed faith, you better start putting it deep. Oh, I, I, come on, somebody. Uh, uh, it's got to take some depth. It's got to, something else has got to happen. Uh, what good is unplanted seed? You want to know why so many people are frustrated with their faith and they say, I pray and I say this and I say that, but nothing's happening? It's because you're, man, you're squeezing that, that grain of a mustard seed so tight instead of planting it. If you've got it, you ain't used it. You've got to plant it. You got to put it down deep. You got to get it somewhere where the soil can cover it up, where nothing is stealing it away, and it's got to have some depth, or the the birds will come in and steal that little grain of faith. The sun will burn it up. The thorns will choke it out. 
But if you can get it in some good ground, let me tell you what's going to happen. In Mark chapter 4, in verse 30, he said, Jesus said, where shall we liken the kingdom of God? I told you this is kingdom business. Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, is still less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it's sown, when you do something with it, Uh, when you do something with it, when it's sown, it becomes greater than all the herbs. It shooteth out great branches so the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. Oh, when you take that when you take that grain and quit trying to hold on to it, but when it's sown in the earth, when you put it down in the ground, he, he said it's still tiny, but it's going to grow up and branches are going to shoot forth and everybody's going to see what's going on and the, the fowls of the air are going to lodge and it. it's going to be shadow for things. Let me tell you, we got to get a little depth in our walk with God and we got to get some depth in our faith. Oh, and when we do, when we start taking root downward, we're going start bearing fruit upward that's why you don't skip church that's why you don't lay out a prayer meeting that's why you don't avoid reading your bible we gotta get some depth so we can get some fruit thank you jesus hallelujah Hallelujah. That's what happens when you take that grain of a mustard seed and do something with it. <laughs> Ooh, the, it ain't a showpiece. Look at the faith I got. Ooh, can't even see it, can you? I can move mountains. Then why ain't you moving them? Where's your faith? I planted it. I planted it in prayer. I watered it in tears. I've buried it deep. And oh, just, just hang on. It, it's going, it don't go shoot up overnight, but it's, you're going to see it's going to start growing. It's going to start branching out. And you're going to know what it is by the fruit that it's bearing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's, we got, it's, Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's lift your hands for a minute and just, Lord, help me to go deeper. Help me to go deeper, God. Lord, I want some depth in my walk. I want some depth in my ministry. I want some depth, God, to my faith. Woo, I want some depth in my gifting, God. I need it. I need that depth. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Does it matter, pastor? Does it really matter? Can we just say, can you just have, just have faith? Just say something in faith. I mean, it don't do no good to speak it if there's no depth. This is why does it matter? Ephesians chapter 3 in verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. 
that you, the church, the saints, being rooted, grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height. Root downward, fruit upward. And then note, and so you can know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Why do I have to be rooted and grounded in love? Because faith won't work without it. Galatians 5 and 6 tells me faith which worketh by love. So I've got to have some depth. I've got to be rooted. I've got to have depth. Grounded and solid in love. So that my faith will work. Oh, can't you hear him? Can't you hear the Lord telling you? Come to a deeper place. Come to a deeper place. It's time to get out of the shallow end. It's time to stop wading around and just getting your ankles wet. It's time to get in water to swim in. It's time to start going deeper. It's time to get in a place. Listen, I'm, I'm, about, I'm about done. I'm about done. But I, like I said, I, I, don't, be, don't, be, don't be shaken. One writer said, don't be shaken and be worried or scared you know, by this word from us. And so I don't want you to be scared or worried or anxious or, or you know, confused or confounded by this word. Thinking, I can't, I can't do that. I don't know what to do about that. Listen, the Bible says the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. It also says it will lead us into all truth. The truth is many levels. There's that very basic level where you realize I need God in my life. And we repent of our sins. We're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Friend, let me tell you, you don't have to know all the mysteries of the Godhead to be born again. You don't need to be able to describe uh, the, the golden candlesticks and, and all the churches in the book of Revelation or the woman sitting on the dragon to be saved. That, that's, that's depth. It's on different levels. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. This is what Paul wrote. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Now, just hold on right there. What he just told us was this, that the natural man with his mind and his understanding cannot even perceive the blessings that God has for us. The things that are prepared for us. We, we can't, you can't grasp it. You think about yourself before you came to God. You, your, your knowledge of what God was and what he had. And even now, our natural man can't fully grasp that. But then, listen what he says. So, so you're not worried. Thinking, I'll never get it. No, listen. But God 
has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Naturally, we'll never get it. If we stay natural in our natural mind, our carnal mind, we'll, we'll never get it. We'll, we'll stay on that shallow level. But he said, God will reveal them, has revealed and will reveal unto us by his spirit. Because the spirit, which is the spirit of truth, the Holy Ghost that lives inside you and me, it searches the deep things of God. That's why he said, build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. We need that spirit to lead us and to search the deep things of God. So it would be safe to conclude. If we are led by the spirit. The Bible says we should be. If we are led by the spirit. We will naturally go deeper or have more depth. More growth. More fruit and more stability. Because the spirit is going to lead us into the deeper things of God. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and His ways past finding out. But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. See, we think that we can't understand those things, but the Lord wants us to know His ways. He wants us to know His words. He wants us to have wisdom and knowledge. But to get that, saints... We're going to have to go deeper. There's going to have to be some depth. And that means there's going to have to be some digging. We're going to have to get some things out of the way so we can dig. We're going to have to get some things out of the way so we can get some depth. We're going to have to uh, do, do what it takes. But, but if we can just get deep, we can just get to that depth. You know, you, you, you don't build a house. Well, I'm gonna, now I'm going to dig a well. You go out there and get your handful of dirt and go, where's the water? Oh, brother, you just scrape. There's water there, but you got to go deeper. So you dig a, get you a shovel. Where's the water? Oh, no, no. You see, you, you're doing right. You're taking steps. You're digging, but you got to go deeper. Well, the shovel won't go but so far. I got to get something, a bigger tool, something, and I got to get something that'll drill, something that'll go down, something I can keep adding to, and, and eventually it's going to get to where the water is. Or the Bible always talks about the Spirit being like water. Uh, we, go, we, we, we got to just quit this little, that, that, that hand scoop approach of trying to find those deep things, or even that shovel full. It's time to break out the heavy equipment and get deep. And go deeper in the spirit to get some depth. Go down so we can go up. We've got to get some depth, church. And when we do that, it's going to happen. He said, my remnant that have escaped, they will yet again take root downward that they may bear fruit upward. That's the church of the living God. So come on, saints, let's stand together tonight. And let's declare it in 2024 as we stand. We're going we're gonna to go deeper in God. We're going to get some depth in our ministry, some depth in our walk, some depth in our knowledge of the Word of God. It's time to go deeper in the Word. Would you come and pray in the altar tonight? Would you come and worship in this altar and just let God just minister to your heart?